Welcome to Gotta Cast Em All, a Pokemon podcast from Foul Entertainment, and today we have a small bevy of news to get through regarding Sun and Moon, a quick review of the Pokemon Go Plus, and of course the reveal of our Pokemon X monotype run. I'm looking forward to this one, Darren, how are you? I'm looking forward to it too, Michael. Um, you are always Darren. And you're always Michael. That is what we do. You're Michael as always. Sorry. Ah. You, 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 messed, you, you changed the order upon me. I'm a little bit confused. Uh, yes, we had our new Pokemon trailer come out this week. Um, a, a, I wouldn't say a substantial update. In terms of we only got three new Pokemon. It was a needed update, though. Um, yes, one we've been waiting for for a long time now. Um, Far longer than we have in previous generations, which is kind of the sticking point with me that we've, we're... What, Less than two months, less than two months away from this game, yeah. And we are wait, we no, it's next month, isn't it? We're just over a month away from this yeah. game, and we are only just now learning the middle evolutions for our stars. Well, I think if this was like you know, they, they'd gone months without sending us a new trailer, I'd be a bit more annoyed. But we are getting new Pokemon announcements at the very least every two weeks, yeah. Um, it's brand new Pokemon, it's much away. better. And the, the amount of Pokemon we know about so far, I think nearly totals 100. Actually, no, nearly totals 50, doesn't it? If you take the... And the projection is that there will be at least 100. But is that 100 new Pokemon including the Alola forms? Or excluding the Alola forms? Not a clue. This is what we need to figure out. I hope it's excluding, because otherwise that's some bullshit. Um, but we'll cross that bridge and get to it. Yes, this was the middle evolutions trailer for our free starters. Something we expected... In fact, we've called it every single trailer of like, I'm expecting mid-evolutions, I'm expecting mid-evolutions. We finally got them. Yep. Uh, and it seems on the whole, reactions are, I would say positive, but but yeah. not massively so. It's, it's mid-evolutions are the, always the, the red-headed stepchild yeah. when it comes to it. They're the least interesting ones, and they're also the ones that you have the least attachment to. Yeah. But we have to see where the forms are going, um, and certainly for at least two of these... It looks like the, the what's now still being referred to as the Chinese leak might be pretty legit about the final evolutions. It's certainly looking like it's going to go that way. It really, really does. Um, we'll, we'll start with what I assume is going to be the least favourite of our three. Yeah. Uh, and that would be the uh, evolution for Poplio, that which is Brion. Uh, Brienne, I pronounce it as, but it could be Brion as well. Okay. Um, yeah, the water starter evolution. Um, she's gone from... I say she... Because it's it's a feminine little factoid here, Michael. I believe this is the first ever feminine uh, water starter. They're usually the only one that's quite manly. Let me think. Blast- Blastoise, Feraligatr, uh, Empoleon, um, Swampert. Uh, um, yeah. um, um, who am I missing? Samurott. Samurott and Greninja. Yeah, I they're guess fairly so. masculine. So this is the first one that's going. I think Greninja, feminine. Could, Greninja could really go either way, but this one is definitely the first feminine one. Yes. we've had we've had a feminine. War, uh, grass, Meganium, uh, Meganium, and fire. Have we? Yes. Oh, we've had um, Superior as well. You could say. And Superior, and yes, Del Fox was was I would say quite. And Blaziken yeah. as well. I it was quite feminine. I felt as well. Oh well. Either way, this is decidedly feminine. Yes. Um, she's a pop star. Yeah. You need some of those in here, Pokemon World, apparently. Yeah. Um, yet still no sign of a dual typing. No dual typing They whatsoever. usually bring it in at the mid-stage. Sometimes yes, and sometimes no. Uh, Emble, for example, which uh, didn't have its fighting type until it reached its final evolution. And Empoleon didn't have the steel typing until its mid Okay, This is true. So it's not to, to be completely unknown. However, it's looking like either this could pull a Gen 1 on us and stay with the exact same typing start to finish. Um, which, to be honest, for Rowlet, makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Just sticks grass flying the whole way through, much like Bulbasaur stuck yeah, in yeah. grass poison the whole way through. Mm-hmm. The way that the Chinese links are making it look is that uh, Poplio will get the psychic typing when it releases its final... Or Dude, was that on the Chinese? Was that actually on the Chinese? There was no the confirmed typing. This I, is only rumoured. I think it's going to be a fairy type. Water Fairy. Yes. So it's going to be a... A Zoomeril. A Zoomeril. Yes. Whereas we're thinking that Litten, um, who of course evolves, we now know evolves into Toracat. Yeah. A bit of a shit name, but so, well, it's just whatever. a bit of a... It's just a bigger Litten. It's spikier. 
It's just I, I wouldn't have noticed that was an evolved form of litten had I not been paying attention. I was yeah, just like, yeah. Oh, that's litten. Oh wait, no, it's not. Although again, it's it's got the 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 bell, which is uh, really referred to as its flame sack. Yeah, that's uh, that's a bit weird that bit it's got weird. A, 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 an organ on the outside of its body. I know what they're going for because it looks like a bell. Yeah, but still. Um, but it would make sense for them because it's now starting to look more masculine mm-hmm. for it to then evolve into the wrestler one that we've been introduced to in the Chinese leagues. But I I heard on a YouTube um, on a Game Explained YouTube video that they had the impression that the the Chinese league for the fire bomb, even though it's a wrestler, was actually a fire dark type. That was the supposition. Supposition. Yes. I think I'd be quite happy with that because firefighting is very played out at this point. Because we've um, had it. This would, if we had it now, this would be the fourth time yes, out of seven would. generations, which so, is and and bit shit. Fire dark is still quite a unique typing. I mean, there's there's um, doom but outside of that, I can't think of many. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This this was the kind of the one that was most disappointing. I was like, at least they picked a direction for Pop Leo to go in. Yeah. Whereas this, they just made Litten bigger I didn't really feel like it, the jump from this to what we saw in that Chinese league is going to be quite massive whereas well, with the other two well Poppio you definitely I can see the straight line through to that league to finish we've um, we've rarely it's a bit more left wing literally <laughs> left wing hey. um, yes because I don't know about you Michael but I always thought what if Maximilian Pegasus from Yu-Gi-Oh was a fire starter a fire starter was a grass starter a twisted fire starter <laughs> yeah, um, yeah no. we get Dartrix I like I still like it I think it's good mm. and I, I, I can see how the emo hairstyle could later evolve into a hood I think that makes a lot of sense I think personality jumps from being like a vain vapid person to being Robin Hood is a bit of a jump true but you think about think about it in in terms of like this is going to sound stupid. Imagine that Dartrix is Oliver Queen pre-Island. Ah! And the final evolution is Green Arrow. Oh, that's a very well done. Oh, and he's green. Yeah. He's arrow. Oh, Michael, well, you've cracked the case there. I think I might I have was thinking it. he was as Maximilian Pegasus, but now he's Oliver Queen. Hmm. <laughs> that's very interesting, Michael. Um, Obviously, this is still the start of the probably garden of the most attention. So for it to have a mid-evolution that people are... Not warming up to is a bit of a... It evens the playing field. I think in terms of the one that that looks the quote-unquote coolest, as in unique. This, this is what little boys would like, Yes. then most people will probably like the look of Torakat. Uniqueness, I think, would be Brion. I'm going to say yeah. Brion, yeah, Brion. And, and then you've Actually, got Dartrix. Actually, no, I'm going to take that back, because I think there's been very little like Dartrix that's like... I suppose Unpheasant was quite like a vapid yeah. bird time. But no, no... Um, um, not Poplio, Briol. It's it's kind of like Dugong. Uh, it's I, I yeah. Whereas there's only been one of an L type, and it was nothing like what we're seeing here. Noctowl yeah. is nothing like this business. Noctowl's like, um, uh, Noctowl's a predator essentially. Yes, um, but no, I I I I liked them. I didn't love them. Um, I'm I'm just waiting for them to confirm. What the deal is with the final evolution? Because they, I'm, I'm I, trying to think if there's actually any apart from Rowlet. Are there any Pokemon in this generation that you've actually gone? Yes, absolutely, yes. No, I think this is the problem I've had so far. Is that I've not. You've hit the nail on the head. There's not a single Pokemon I've looked at and said I definitely want that on my team. Because did we cover the Persimian and Oranguru? I don't believe we did. Well, um, we had Persimian and Oranguru. And I think if there's evolutions in line to those Pokemon. Maybe. I think battle-wise, they're very, very unique, though. Yeah, for the, they're geared for double battles, much like Plusle and, and Minim, um, in that their their abilities only really come into play in doubles and triples. Um, whether that means we're going to get a higher emphasis on double and triple battles, um, I, I don't know. But, um, yeah, I, I feel like Persimian's got an evolution in it quite easy. Yeah. Oranguru, maybe not. That could be a non-evolution Pokemon. Um, but, no, there's still nothing that's really... It still feels like we're messing with like start to mid level Pokemon in these games. We haven't really got to the business end where like okay maybe Mudsdale maybe yeah I get you. Mudsdale yeah but the other one's just not so much so far and that's kind of disappointing because I really like Palisand like Palisand's probably my favorite yeah. one so far purely because I know it's gonna be one of those Pokemon they're like oh they made this a Pokemon and then I get the feeling it's gonna be incredibly powerful mm-hmm. and I I want to be able to like kill people with my sandcastle that sounds fun to me ghost ground is a sexy type god lord it is sexy um the thing i still still keep going back to that i'm worried about is the whole thing that was in that initial coro coro issue about 
um, about Sun and Moon. Not the it's coming next time, the actual first issue that was based on <laughs> Another it. one where it was just the logo. Yeah, exactly. Not that's that disappointing. Um, they said the evolutions of the start evolution uh, the start of Pokemon are linked with Rockruff. We now know that Rockruff is, um, depending on which game you're playing, will evolve into different Pokemon. It'll either turn into... Well, well, it'll turn into Lycan Rock regardless, but it will either be midday if you're playing Sun and midnight if you're playing Moon. So what I'm worried about now is they're going to do the same with the start Pokemon. I I hope not. Because that's one, that's a big departure from from what they had. Because More importantly, it's going to make your quest to get all the variants just even more. Oh, like you wouldn't believe. Yeah, just uh, side note. I, after completing X, decided... Wouldn't it be a good idea if I caught all of the form variations, gender variations, and all of the unknown? After two weeks, I'm going to say, probably wasn't worth it, but I've got them all anyway. Um, back on track. Yeah, I, I worry... I feel like we may have had this conversation in a previous episode now, I think about it, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to make those Pokemon not be able to be as iconic as the likes of Venusaur and Blaziken and all those ones. They're not a standalone one. There's always going to be two, and, and you're kind of, you know, you, you're... you're doing down there you're dividing by two it's chance to be a really iconic character by being two I get you you know what I mean that's, that's what I'm worried about when, when they come out and clarify that yeah. I'm also worried that the cool looking fine evolution of the grass starter will be in sun and I've got goddamn moon and I'll yeah. get some silly crap um, oh if you if you if that's the case and you end up with the cool archer one I'm going to be so pissed would you not change your pre-order because I would I don't know I don't know whether I can hack playing at night in the middle of the day because I've, I'm looking forward to that. I've got the day off work to play po- the new Pokemon game, basically. Of course you have. Because of course I have, and I don't. It would be weird to me be oh, boot the game up is like okay now you can only catch fucking Zubats or something like oh. That is a good point. Actually. That would annoy me. Mm. But we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Yes, the other news we got from this trailer. Um, well, we had a quick mention of uh, Mega Evolutions at the end. It's back! Hooray! It's relive. Mega Evolutions, like, it's not that long ago that we had them for the first time. It's they, not like some nostalgia. They kind of felt like they didn't want to put it in, but they kind of had to. They, they can't ignore Mega Evolutions anymore. No, that's a thing and, they did. And as Game Explain pointed out, the new rules for the World Championships is Mega Evolutions have been banned. Again. They're not allowed. So, so there we go. I This seems to me, you wouldn't make this announcement without adding new Mega Evolutions if there was going to be some. There isn't. So I think. It's very clear there isn't. When we get when we roll into Sinnoh, we'll then get the uh, Mega Evolutions back. Yeah, there, I'm, think. I'm thinking sort of like a. Infernape, um, Empoleon, and Torterra yeah. Mega Evolution will, will be the way that they announce yeah. whatever they're calling the DPP remakes. Yeah, that, that's my that was my worry in that when they introduced Mega Evolution, they kind of made a deal with all of us that they now have to keep this up on top of all the other stuff. Now adding a Lolan Pokemon, it seems like they're just making more and more work for themselves. I don't think they needed, like let's say we a Lolan form Pokemon was not a thing. Just, just get their head now. Would you still be as excited as you are for this game right now? Oh, yeah. them there? Of course that's what I'm be. saying. It's, it's not... That's not what I'm excited to play. In fact, I'm going to catch them last. I know I'm not going to catch any in the actual gameplay. I'm going to very much finish the game with new Pokemon and go back and get them. I was I enjoyed Mega Revolutions because it allowed me to relive old Pokemon without going, you know, without this Alolan form kind of messing with the gene pool type of deal. Um... So I am going to be sad to see Mega Evolutions go for however long it is. I imagine we'll be back at some point. But Obviously, I'm not going to expose the whole details of the video here because the video is too long. But there is a video that suggests that um, that Sun and Moon may be the last before a big Pokemon reboot. Mm-hmm. Which, you know... Was that that Harambi thing you sent me the other day? No, 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 no. no. Thanks for that, Michael, not, by the way. It's not, I didn't send it. I didn't send the Harambi I thing. I thought it was you. No, it wasn't me. I want to blame you. But it was. Uh, it's not that. Although it's, to be honest, apart from the final thing about apes, it's pretty much on the money. It's like all the mythology surrounding the um, the mega, the, not the mega Pokemon, the legendary Pokemon, mm-hmm. and the composition of Zygarde complete, and so on, so on, so forth, would point towards Sun and Moon being the Alpha and Omega. Like it's done. This is the last one. Not the Alpha and Omega. Of no, course. that would be Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. But you know what I mean. It's, it's trying to be. This is the last one. Then you could have Diamond Pearl Platinum. And then it's then we start again, which cool. will be interesting. Um, most people are, are now thinking because the NX is rumored to be a hybrid device of both home console, like docked 
to mm-hmm. form a home console and a handheld device, mm-hmm. taking that as the launching point to do a brand new Pokemon series. So, like, you get rid of the 700 odd we've already got now, you start a brand new Dex, a little bit like Black, except you don't get anything else new. It's just, this is Pokemon now, which mm, you're messing with a very delicate formula and you're messing with nostalgia. It's going to be difficult. That very much feels like House of M. Yeah. Like, we've got too many mutants. This is way too many mutants. Look how that went. I know. (laughs) This is way too many mutants. So they're just like, right, now that's it now. All those Pokemon you love, they're gone. Pikachu's delivered. Everyone else, no, gone. Shoot. Yeah. These are new ones. (laughs) No, that... This one's a shoe. Like, you know what I mean? It's like... We've come full circle. If there's a shoe Pokemon in Sun and Moon, I'll call it. Uh, right, yeah, the, the other two things are announced. I think you may have to explain Festival Plaza, Michael, because I still haven't quite got my head around it. Um, it's kind of weird. Festival Plaza is... <laughs> Plaza, Michael. Now, it's, Beautiful. A, it's like a new area in the game where you're able to play like a bunch of mini-games uh, uh, and collect the Festival Coins, which is the currency that you purchase your outfits with. So if you want to change your appearance, you'll have to learn Festival Coins. Now, I assume there's going to be a way to earn them in the main game, but you can also go to the Festival Plaza, play games with other players, mm. probably over online, but also local Wi-Fi would be really good for that as well. Um, you can then customise and change the appearance of your own plaza, as well as use those Festival Coins to buy customisable items for your trainer. Right. Um, there are going to be missions inside that as well. So okay. To be able to generate more coins or change how your plaza looks and operates. Um so that's basically, it's a little bit like, um, and I forget the name of it, and it's going to annoy me. Was it Link Avenue? Yes. Was Link in, Avenue. In black and white, or Black and White 2, I think. Yeah, Black and White 2. Yeah. Link Avenue was an area where you could build your own Pokemon, yeah. essentially. This is kind of like it's taking that and going, how can we shove the Pokemon and me minigames down its throat? Mm-hmm. That's what it feels like to me, which means I'll use it on the first time round, and then I'll ignore it on every other run through of the game. It's like I want to look. I want to customize my guy. If like, of course I do. But I'm not going to sit through mini games. No. I'm not. As much as Pokemon's meant to be a social experience, I like to enjoy it unsocially. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't want to talk to people and work with people. No, that's not how I roll in Pokemon. This is my game. This is why I like Wonder Trading. It's like I don't have to know anybody. I just have to go. Here's a Pokemon, and I get another one. And back. here's your Beedoof. <laughs> yeah, be happy. <laughs> it's um, my Beedoof machine. So yeah, this this didn't really tickle my tickle my balls at all. No. The the other one was more interesting. I felt this the other was one the, seemed more useful. Yeah, the um the Pokemon Pelago, Pokepelago. So Pokepelago, as in, as in the word archipelago. Ah, right. Okay. Yes. Um. Basically, they finally found a way after seven generations of making your PC Pokemon useful to you. I know, right? Which is cool. Yeah, you do little mini games. Uh, the ones they show were like your Pokemon in your box on a beach and they're digging. For like stones, so you can get evolutionary stones. You can probably get fossils out of there as well. Um, the other one was them. Well, they showed off three islands. There was Isle of Beans, yep, which was an Isle of Beans. Um, I don't know what the purpose. The, of that I think one was. the beans play a big role in the in the Pokemon Refresh. What's it called? Oh, okay, yeah, that's that's for use in Pokemon Refresh. Yes. Oh, by the way, Pokemon Refresh is Pokemon and me, but better. We got Wee. because you can heal status ailments. Yeah, which is good. Really so it useful. seems like they're actually, if that's true, that you can heal status. They seem to be getting rid of a lot of things, like like the idea that maybe the Pokemon that you can fly and surf on are getting rid of HMs. This is their way of getting rid of like you know having to constantly carry full heals and all that business. Yeah, true. Uh, which is which is a, an appreciated change. It's kind of messing with the the, the core. It's making it more of a, a more of a like. A connected journey, though, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like you're more connected to your team because you have to actually care for them as opposed to just be like, spray them with everything and boot them back uh, into battle. If, it, if it's a case of... That, that's fine, but then I don't want that to slow my game down, for example. I don't First time round, I don't care. If I'm speedrunning this thing, I care plenty. You know what I mean? If it's like every time that we finish a battle... Because one of the Dartrix's things is, in its Pokemon, uh, its Pokedex entry, was if it's dirty, it can occasionally withdraw from battle. And if that is actual true, and if I haven't taken my time to... And clean my Dartrix before every battle and it just gets out that's that's some bollocks that's not going to go down well <laughs> in Darren's house um, it's like no Litton not going exactly, with that no, not doing that business so I, I can appreciate if that's where they're going that's a nice that's changing with the core game but I feel like it's going to be a benefit I am not going to miss HMs 
No. I'm still going to use surf and fly because they're still the best water move and the best flying move there is. Yep. But not having cut is going to be a wonderful thing. Not having and rock smash. smash and strength and all the other useless ones gone. Bye-bye. Out you go. That's fine. I'm happy with um, that. What was the other one that was shown? There was the third one. There was Isle of Beans. There was Isle of Fun, which is the one where you can... Oh, bugger. Um, I've forgotten already. It was... Was it... I'll a level up or I'll a level. Yeah, something like that. That was one where it, it levels up your Pokemon in the box. Bueno. But then that would negate the. Then again, I suppose daycare is pretty much just only used for breeding anyway. But you, yeah, exactly. And you can only ever. Like, the maximum you can do is four because there's two Pokemon. Um, uh, Pokemon daycares, you know, like a Ruby. So that's the most you ever do. Now you can have to do 30 at a time. And if you play with your Pokemon up yeah, in so there, you Isla Fun is finding Pokemon. items. Isla yes. Beans is finding stuff for refresh, and Isla Level is leveling up. Your yeah, I suppose they want to be pronounced. Oh, it's Isle, Isle of Beans. Isle. I thought it was going to be Isla. I thought it was Isla Nubla, to be honest. Oh, Could you imagine? Why can't it be Tyrantrum? Come like stomping. Yeah. You now I'd be all about that business. Um, so yeah, we have the... Um, Jurassic Poke? Yes. <laughs> the, the, the really excitement announcement coming out of this trailer that's more immediate than all of these things mm-hmm. is we're getting the demo, Michael, in less than two weeks. Yeah, boy! In a week and a half now. Is it the Tuesday or the Friday? I forget when it's coming out. Uh, probably the I think, Friday. I think it? it's the Tuesday. I think it's coming out two weeks from when the actual trailer dropped and then we're getting a new trailer on the Friday. Um... So yeah, we're going to be able to play, what I imagine is a very small, I never actually played the Omega Ruby demo because I didn't own the 3DS at it that It was point. very limited. Right, I imagine this is going to be the same thing. We're only Which is one. fine, you only want a taster, you don't want to be have like a full level sport for you. Exactly, um, we're going to get to play as uh, a very controversial Pokemon I feel, Yeah. Uh, as Ash Greninja. Hmm. Like, mm. Which is weird because it's, it's almost canonising the anime. Which is Odd. That's dangerous territory. Mm. Very dangerous territory. Well, I think territory. if we had to include it, this is the best way. Very much isolated, well away from the actual game itself. You're not going to be able to play as... Well, you might be able to play as Ashwin Ninja in, in the game, but you can't catch him. And more importantly, it's not found its way into like a core game mechanic. As far as we know, there's still a lot of time before we get to the game that well, they could introduce. Well, the that. way this works is that you um, it, it comes as a standard Greninja, but it has a new hidden ability called Battle Bond. Um, which causes its transformation into Ash Greninja. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been described as um, a Greninja from a trainer far away. Mm-hmm. So it's very much a case of this is not your Greninja, but you have been given it, and it transforms into. Oh, excuse me. And it transforms into Ash, basically. Right. That's the thing. It does the whole like. It's not a burst. It doesn't heart even thing. look like Ash, though. That's the thing. You've just got a bit of like ragged hair and some red stuff. But it gets anime eyes. Yeah. Mm. Um, Still, it's another variant for you to have in your box. It is that, Michael. He will be put there and forgotten about because that's what he deserves. I don't know whether it's because we'll have the Munchlax with Snorlium Z. Yeah. And then we'll have Ash Greninja. Mm-hmm. This is starting to become a little bit like my uh, Omega Ruby playthrough because I used the demo Glalie in that. Yeah. And that ended up sweeping up shop. Mm-hmm. I then also had the Blaziken, no, the Torchic with Blazikenite, and that swept up shop. And then as soon as I could, uh, I did a Wonder Trade and ended up getting a Scyther holding a Metal Coat at level one. Oh, you lucky bean. And then obviously I had my starter, and then I was like, well, I'm obviously going to have Groudon, so that was my team. I'd, my team was decided for me. Oh, wow. And I'm getting to this point again now. It's like, well, I'm going to have Rowlet. I guess I don't have a water type, so Greninja's good, and I can always use the Battle Bond. That's kind of cool. Yeah. And it's like I don't, I didn't want a normal type, but I'll have Munchlax, and yeah. it's gonna have that really good Z move. So why the hell not? That's half my team taken already, and I know I want Volpix and Palisand. Well, Alolan Volpix because I want the Ice one. The, it's very much <laughs> trying to decide my team for me, and I don't like that. I, but they can very easily be ignored. I know, them. but they wouldn't give you this stuff if they didn't want you to I, use I, it. I'm telling you, I've done this for every single Pokemon game I've ever played. I do not use old Pokemon from any other generation in the first playthrough. It is always brand new Pokemon. None as old, did, not going to do it, never going to do it. And I can't tell you enough, Michael, how much the best that makes the game. Hang on, what about in X and Y? Did you not use your Kanto starter? No. You didn't? Put it in the box. Oh. I forgot about it. 
because it goes against the rules, Michael. Because I've, I've experienced... Why would I use a Kanto starter of all things? I've enjoyed Bulbasaur for 20 years at this point. I don't need to play with him again. That's fine. Um, but yes, that's, uh, we're going to have a new trailer in a week and a half. We'll have a get, we get to have a chance to play the demo and give you a review next time we roll around for this episode. That's going to be fun. So we're ramping up nicely. I don't, I'm not going to make any prediction for that trailer because at this point it's becoming impossible to actually guess what's in this game. Because also, just quickly, they announced today the file size, yeah. which is 3.2 gigs. 3.2 gigs. Just to put that in perspective, both Omega Ruby and uh, Alpha Sapphire and X and Y clock in at about 1.5, 1.6. So massively bigger than both of those games, bigger than both of those games put together, which is ridiculous to think. Um, and, and Super Smash Bros on the DS, which you think would be a massive file size, is about two point eight somewhere in that region. So it's bigger than that still. So oh my god, I think it might actually be bigger than um, the, a game that I've got on my three DS SD card. That's a link between worlds. I think it might be bigger than a link between worlds. Game. Well, they've made a lot of graphical incredible. upgrades. It looks a lot better just from what we've seen so far than than even even Omega Ruby did. So good as long as it's been used in the right way, and that means we've got masses new Pokemon and all this other good stuff. Wonderbar. Yeah. So I'm not downloading it, so it makes no difference to me. No, they did say um, uh, Sarah B reported that if you have uh, if you download it on a four gig SD card. And then also have the demo because you want to transfer Ash Greninja over, you might have trouble. Yeah. So, <laughs> sucks if you don't own an official cartridge, I it guess. Does. But there we go. Uh, right, well, moving on, we'll go back to Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go! Which it's, is uh, sort of thing. It is. It's getting a bunch of updates so that it allows you to catch Pokemon better because Lord knows the capture rate in this game sucks. Um, but uh, talking about something that has a shitty capture rate, the Pokemon Go Plus! Which Michael is now modelling for, for the benefit of me alone. Yep, literally. It's it's good. I'm going to give this a quick review. Uh, I know a couple of people who bought this. Um, a couple of people from our group and a couple of people from a couple of my friends' groups have got one He has one multiple friend groups, everybody. This I is know, news for right? all of us. Um, but it's fairly good. Just like baseline review. If you, you don't need to know anything else, if you want to run this game with your screen locked, buy this. Because mm. it will. And it will track your eggs, which is always nice. So basically, you can have this thing closed. You can go walk about. You don't have to look like a mong just like spacing out in the street, and it will track your eggs. That's so, literally all you need to know. Okay, but so something I meant to ask you about this. Yeah, can you have the phone locked, or do you have to yes, step up locked. and go open? Locked. Okay, so you can just walk around with your normal. You phone. You, be, you can open the thing, connect them up, lock your phone in your pocket. It's still going. Right. Okay. This essentially keeps Pogo running in the background because mm-hmm. it's still accessing your GPS. Does mean that it's going to drain your battery a little bit, but not nearly as much as the game itself does, which is great. Um, the capture system is actually really really cool. Uh, I've now witnessed it doing all three modes, which is green for a Pokemon you've already caught before, blue for a Pokestop, and yellow for a Pokemon you've never encountered before. Mm-hmm. As I so sadly <laughs> learned, literally two days ago when uh, I was in uh, Birmingham, uh, uh, and it flashed yellow, in a blind panic, I was like, oh, it's gone yellow, and I was getting my phone out, but it was buzzing, and kind of like Pavlov's dogs, it was like buzzing, I just slammed it, and uh, yeah. Was that inside the ball ring, by any chance? That was in the ball ring. That's the Hitmonchan I cut. No way, really? <laughs> when was that? Monday? Tuesday. Two days ago would have been Tuesday. Yeah. That is the exact same Hitmonchan <laughs> that I was catching whilst you were missing. <laughs> I was in HMV at the time. And, uh, yeah, I missed it. So that was fun. I just got Volcanion as well, which you also haven't got. <laughs> yeah, but that's our code. That's that's like oh, nothing special. Oh, I'm winning Pokemon this week, it seems. Really? How many Pokemon are in your deck, Sam? Go. Yeah, I thought you wouldn't. Shut up. I'm going to get Ivysaur. I'm on 125. Yeah, no one cares. Um, oh, I care. So, so, would you say this is worth the thirty pounds? Thirty quid. I think if you're a serious Go player and you're already putting money into the game, you may as well buy one. Mm-hmm. Now, I know somebody who had it for about five days and then sold it off straight away because it wasn't what they thought it was going to be. Right. Which is not to say that it is a be-all and end-all device. It's certainly not going to change, you know, your life. Much like the app changed a lot of people's life, this is just a minor sort of alteration. What this means for me, though, is certainly that eggs are no longer a problem. 
And more importantly, this game is more accessible and I don't need to literally devote days to playing it mm-hmm. like I would a main series game. Right. So, uh, for those who may not know, this is sort of more of a local thing for us. Uh, places like the Priory Ruins in Dudley yes. basically spawned everything. Right. Like, is is the hotbed to catch rare Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, or you could hatch them from eggs. Right. Uh, the puss essentially makes it so that you don't have to religiously go to ruins every night and cause a load of trouble very true staying up to 1am like, to catch stuff I like that you're selling it on the fact that it now means you don't have to play your game as much that's <laughs> like a, that's, that's the, the point we've got to this I is, know this is a device to say to make something that you have willingly taken part in more convenient to your life it's making the video game more convenient because it was inconveniencing your life yeah I guess that's that, a sorry sentence you, you put it that way when you put it that way... You, you were giving Nintendo 30 pounds to be able to enjoy their game less. To and, use and their really, game And really, the problem is, because I've spent 30 quid on this, and now I'm I'm tearing through incubators because I'm hatching more Pokemon and getting more starters. I'm buying more incubators, means I'm giving them more money. And then I'm coming to a point, this thing will tear through your Pokeballs, and it won't use Great or Ultras, which is fine, because you don't want it to tear through all your balls at once. Mm. <laughs> I mean, great sentence there, Michael. Ugh. Great advice for everybody. Ugh. Friction is a harsh mistress. Can be. Uh, <laughs> but essentially, this thing becomes useless if you want to catch Pokemon once you run out of Pokeballs. But it will still go off every five seconds saying, There's a Weedle over there! There's a Weedle! I'm like, I don't care. I don't have any Pokeballs. I don't want another fucking Weedle. So. You sound like a crazy person. I know. You are Suguri Miyamoto's wet dream. He just. He's giving us money even though he's not enjoying the game. <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. At, at this God. point, we suffer for art, though. Let's face it. We suffer for so, art. I still use it just casually. I think I have a good relationship with my Pokemon Go. I use it on the way to work and on the way back from work. And that is all. It gets whipped out of that two points of the day and it's left alone for See, the rest of the here's the cool thing about this. I obviously work uh, in a place where it's uncool for me to have my phone out because I'm in front of the public and I'm yes. serving the public. This thing means that I can still collect stuff from the Pokestops in Birmingham at work. So I can literally go to work and just be like, da-da-da-da, refill my bag and it's a good day. Okay. If you're as in the hole as Michael is, he's giving this a big thumbs up. If you're more normal, then I don't think... I, I, I have no need for that. That would not be a useful Yeah, I, I really think... Because because now I'm I'm quite adamant on trying to complete the Pokedex in Go. Yeah. Um, it's an essential tool because I need to get through eggs and I need to yeah. be able to hit Pokestops like successively um, without having to comp- have my phone open the whole time. Especially in a place like Birmingham where there are so many Pokestops. You maybe just oh, want to yes. enjoy your day and not have to think about it. Which, <laughs> See, again, you know God. what I mean? But, but because I like the game so much... But do you? <laughs> yes, I do. You brought £30 to enable you to not play it as much. I made it easier to play. Okay. The monotonous. There are monotonous parts to every game. Pokemon used to be a grind with without the <sighs> use all XP share. Yes. Introduced in X and Y, and then and then in Oras, because then you could only XP share with one Pokemon, so you'd have to go and grind out. It's an RPG in nature. This is the RPG elements creeping its way into alternate reality games, which is what this is. Mm-hmm. And the grinding element in Pokemon Go is getting your your supplies, your Pokeballs, and your potions, and Christ knows what else. Because I'm sure as hell not paying for them. I'll pay for incubators because they serve a purpose because I can potentially hatch new Pokemon like I did the other day because I finally hatched Pinsir, which I wanted. I caught three Pinsirs in Italy. It was fantastic. I From don't, the comfort of my bed. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> and a Scyther. And a Dodrio. It's a Scyther now. Oh, I evolved Dodrio. I did that. I caught them. I don't care. <laughs> but it's... I can see why people would have problems, but for somebody, like you said, who is so in the hole as me with this game and mm. so dedicated to Go, yeah, it's great. I think it does the, the job and it makes it more enjoyable when you can just load up your game and be like, okay, those are all the duplicates I got. I can send them to Candies or like, oh, I've done so many kilometres on the egg and I haven't had to have the thing open and my phone die three times today. So it's all good. You're enjoying yourself far too much. Let's change that. Yeah. type run. Uh, oh. This is round three. Of our uh, Pokemon challenge. It is. Um, we're going to announce some changes we may have in the offing after we finish this little uh, reveal. Uh, just to catch up with the um, rules for the Monotype challenge, we uh, had to pick six Pokemon that all shared the same type all the way through their evolutionary chain. That's right. 
And then it was standard, you have to use the six Pokemon to create the Pokemon League. Fastest time wins. Um, Michael, feel free to illuminate the people as to who you chose. Okay, well, as you know, I went for the flying type. Uh, and my team, by the end of the run, consisted of Noivern, Mantine, Skarmory, Horlucha, Gliscor, and Talonflame. Excellent. Uh, I went with the normal type. And my team consisted of a Porygon Z, Snorlax, Swordsbuck, Heliolisk, Pyroar, and Braviary. Awesome. Cool. So before we go sort of like area by area, gym by gym as to our, our story, mm. uh, how did it go in general? Went pretty well. Um, normal type I picked obviously because um, it only has one weakness. Uh, I put a few other types in there with the three dual types I had, four dual types I had, sorry, um, just to make it easier for me to be able to complete some of the gyms. Um, and yeah, the on the whole, went pretty well. Yeah, I had a very good run. I must say, I really enjoyed my time with this team. No less so because I think I actually thought this one out really well. Flying types uh, are effective in most of the gyms in X and Y. They kind of falter a little bit when it comes to the Elite Four. Mm. If you haven't played it right with the moves game. Yeah. And Champion didn't really serve any problems this time, which was fantastic. Oh, wow. Uh, Apart from... My worst oh, enemy. again? We'll come to it later. We'll come to it later. Right. Um, but, yeah. The team went really well. And obviously because they are trading Pokemon, it's a little bit of a leg up. Mm-hmm. Um, I had very similar problems to what I had in the Scramble run, which was I got to a point and one of the Pokemon just wouldn't listen to me anymore because right. it just leveled up too quickly. Once again, that didn't happen to me. Well, well the thing is, because anything. you've got the Sky Trainers in X and Y, ah. I'm able to take... Ah, as it turns out, I forgot that one of my team cannot go into Sky Battles, but five of them could, so it wasn't Mantine? that bad. Mantine? No, Horlucha can't. Yeah, Horlucha can't fight, and even though it's flying type. Mantine, Skarmory, Gliscor, Noivern, and Talaflame could all go into Sky Battles. Right, okay. But, you know, he still got the experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm really pleased with my team. I think they did really well. Yeah, um, I can't say I'm really flush with stories, because it was a very, a very straightforward playthrough. Um, Roughly, who turned into Bravia was kind of the the problem child because he's so high level when he finally evolved. It's like in the forties, so uh, he was a little bit of a, a liability for for most part. But no, um, Porygon Z turned into my all purpose, you know, cleaner. He whatever was up against, I could I could be pretty confident that Porygon Z could take down. Snorlax, of course, was just a powerhouse. He was just a wall to be beat upon. Um, Sourcebook and uh, Heliolisk work very well together, serve their purposes very well. And who have I missed out? Pyro as well. Great. Fast, powerful, wonderful. That's pretty much like a mirror image of my team because my problem child was uh, Noibat. Mm -hmm. Because you catch these things in the wild at like level 42 to 45, I think, and I think it evolves at like 48, 50. Mm -hmm. It takes forever. And yeah, Noibat was very much the problem child for this run through. I didn't really end up putting it out all that much until it evolved. It mm. really wasn't the strongest flying type I had. I was trying to get it some experience like in battle. I ended up just doing a lot of switch trading just because yep. it just wasn't working. Gliscor, on the other hand, as I predicted, would be just a behemoth. Oh, a yeah. Sweeper. I, I had one in heart and gold and it was, oh, it was beautiful. It's so good. Gliscor's fantastic. Horlucha, surprisingly, also keeping pace. To early on being... The go-to powerhouse, maybe till about Gym 3. Yeah. Who was the just... ones that stopped listening to you, by the way? Just... Uh, it yeah, was Gliscor. Ah, right, Gliscor okay. stopped listening to me. Because um, he ended up... Um, are we talking about final levels at this point for Pokemon? Are we allowed to do that? Uh, I can't remember mine. But okay, well, you... I've got mine open. Oh, right, go ahead. And Gliscor hit level 80 by the time I finished the game. Damn. I know. Okay, Gliscor well was just like... Uh, uh, Gligar was fine. And mm. then I did, finally did the evolution, I think, at around level 24 or 25. Right, yep. And it was just beast mode from there on out. It gained substantial experience. Mm-hmm. It was so powerful, so quick. Um, Mantine was actually a surprise. Mm. Mantine did really well. Mm. Now, it was very much a kind of a key Pokemon in the, right. the sense that it only really works in certain situations. Yeah. Um, but for the situations it worked, it did it damn well. And it was a really good water type to have on the team. And I had a really good moveset on it. And it used the, having Confuse Ray as part of that was really useful in mm-hmm. some battles. Gliscor, obviously, was the only one that could take on Gym 5 for me. Yep. As in, he just steamrolled through the entire team, no problems. Oh, yeah. Roughly took out my fighting gym problem 
by himself. No, I think I had I had Porygon Z there with confusion just in case, but I didn't need because he just wiped the floor with everybody. It was really really good. Like, okay, so early gyms didn't really like serve a problem for me. Me neither. In fact, the problems I faced were more sort of the. The moves I wanted my Pokemon to have, they weren't going to have them mm-hmm. until later on. Which meant a lot of sort of like supposition and move replacements. Yeah. Which is, it's not the way you want to go. So I wanted, like, um, Gliscor's setup for me was Sludge Bomb, Earthquake, X-Scissor, Swords Dance. Mm-hmm. It's a good setup for a yeah. Scissor. It's a very offensive Pokemon. It has high speed. I think it's like over 200 speed. Oh, it's ridiculously fast. It's uh, it's so good. But obviously, Earthquake, you can't get until after Gym 8. So you have to use Dig. Sludge Bomb, you can't get until literally just before Gym 8. So you have to use Poison Jab. Mm-hmm. Um, X-Scissor, you get fairly early on. So that's about the only saving yep. grace. Um, but Skarmory was a real problem for me, really. And I expected it to really? be... I expected it to be a total war. Hmm. But... It was. It worked well against certain gyms. It's a steel type, so it completely got rid of the fairy gym for me, single-handed. I didn't need to trade out or heal up right, all wow. through the fairy gym. Damn, okay. It just took it... It, it, it knew steel wing by this point. Oh, just going bam, bam, death, bam. Yes. Yeah. And, and similarly, Horlucha was just kind of like... It, it learned high jump kick pretty early on. Or I think there was there's another move it learns before high jump kick. Mm-hmm. But it learned that, and it was just like... No, was it, is it karate chop something like that? Karate chop. Oh, Otherwise, yeah. like no, damn it, go away. No, no, no. Um, then Talonflame, I forgot, has a really poor move pool. Really, Talonflame was not useful. Oh, he was not useful. He was, <laughs> he was brought out when he was needed. He's like, oh, the grass type has shown up. Off you go. Right. But they're all flying types, so I don't particularly need to. No. Learn. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm looking at ra- ra- not Rowlet. I'm looking at Talonflame, going. You're really only good if the steel types come out. Yeah. And that's not going to come into play until the Elite Four. No. Which is a bit of a problem. <laughs> so, uh, I, it, and the thing is, its best fire move that it learns naturally is Flame Charge. Right. Which is a 50, a no, 50 that's a physical. Of the road. Yeah. It's really bad. So, like, you have to wait till you get to Anastar City, which is Gym 7, mm-hmm. before you can learn Flamethrower, because you have to um, get it. From a vendor, I think. Yeah, yeah. Or somebody gives it you. That's it. Somebody gives it you outside the vendor during a certain hour. Right. And also, if you want to buy Blizzard for your water type, as ice type, you have to wait till Anstar City. No, you don't want Blizzard. Ice Beam will serve you. Yeah, you say that, but my Mantine did not learn Ice Beam until I'd actually got Blizzard. So, ah, okay. bit of a problem there. Also, the fact that I had to ev- evolve it with a Remoraid actually didn't really serve that much of a problem. How do you know? I thought you thought, you thought it might actually cause Damn. me a huge problem. It really didn't. In fact, it was kind of deciding when I wanted to evolve the Pokemon. Mm. Gliscor was ready to evolve pretty much day one of the playthrough. Yeah. It was like, I'm going, I'm going to go. I'm like, no, 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 no. You need to learn some moves before we can send you out there. Um, and then once Noivern had evolved, Noivern was pretty badass. Mm-hmm. Like, it as, soon expected. It, as expected. As expected. It obviously had the dragon typing, but in Noi- Noibat cannot learn a dragon move. Right. Which is stupid. Because yeah. it's part dragon type, but it can't learn any dragon moves. Um, but Noivern luckily learns Dragon Pulse. You can also teach it Draco Meteor, which I didn't do, uh, purely because its its move pool is only five, which yeah. is a p- bit stupid, really. But it ended up being my flying-type Pokemon of my flying-type team, you know what I mean? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. The others don't have flying-type moves. Like, Skarmory has, like, steel moves, uh, grail moves, and dark moves. Gliscor just had the full package. Yep. Uh, Mantine was all water. Talonflame was fire and steel as well. Horlucha was uh, fighting rock and dark. And Noivern was uh, flying. My flying t- one had Dragon Pulse. And then I taught it Solar Beam. For the rush. For the rush. Well, I didn't have a grass move. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. And really, water Pokemon were a problem. Really? Oh, yeah, of course. Because none of my team... You think about the typings we've got. Obviously, they're all flying, but we've got water, ground, steel, flying, fighting, and fire. So we're rolling around to the Elite Four. Your water plan was? My water plan was... I taught... I, well, was I it taught, just Solar Beam? It was just Solar Beam. Wow, he must took a pace now if he's charging up every not time. Not if you set up a sunny day. Who had sunny day? Talonflame. Um, ah, there we Set up sunny day and use and use that. Okay. Which again, isn't really a problem even if you have to do it two turns because obviously I don't have battle animations on. And just yeah, it's true. Out, it's not well, it's not really a speed but it's still like you, you, you're leaving yourself open to have 
Oh yeah, something can every happen other to thing you. can happen yeah. to. Whereas I had see water was no problem because I had both Heliolisk and Source Book that could fully take care of that problem. Um, fire, I believe I took care of a Heliolisk who learnt Surf. So again, not much of a problem. Um, steel was taken care of by Pyro, no problems there. Uh, dragon type, I just sent Porygon Z out there with a with a, a skipping his step and an ice beam, and he just took care of him, no problem. Nice. Uh, you, well, how did you do against the other three, Maggle? Um, that not a challenge. They just weren't ah. a challenge. Um, Wickstrom, uh, it was the steel one. He just went down to Talonflame. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marvel was the fire one, and uh, Mantine just swept it. Yep. swept the entire team. Uh, Seabold was the water one, obviously, which yes. had a little bit of a problem. But between Talonflame, Noivern, and Horlucha, they took care of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Drasna, I sent out Noivern to begin with, but then sort of like decided that I was just going to have like a bit of fun with it. Uh, at this point, I was I was that over leveled. I was like, right, I, was, yeah, I yeah. had twenty levels on the Elite Four, Brilliant. roughly. Okay. If I'm rounding up. Um, so I was just kind of like, yeah, I'm just going to have a bit of fun, and mm-hmm. everybody took that down as a joint effort. Then the champion. Was a bit of a bit of a shit show. Oh, I'll, I'll tell mine first because, as usual, she posed no threat. I got to um, now. I didn't have a poison type like I have in my last two playthroughs to take on um, um, God of War, but the the trick in all of this was Snorlax. He can learn Heavy Slam, which is a a steel move that means the heavier you are, the harder it hits. The goddamn Snorlax against a God of War. I cannot tell you how quickly that health bar went down. It was majestic, Michael. Absolutely <laughs> fucking majestic. I'm yet to have a run where I take down Diantha in a timely fashion. <laughs> this one might have been the worst. <laughs> oh, seriously, might have been the worst one. Go on, then, Michael. So obviously, it throws out its Horlucha first. I can. Heliolisk com- dead. I just threw out my own Horlucha and it took it out straight away. Mm-hmm. Cool. Job done. Then Tyrantrum was out next, I think. Uh, yes. Yeah, Tyrantrum Tyrantum, ended up yeah. taking out. Some, no, no, Am, uh, Amora took out somebody. Mm-hmm. Who did Amora take out? I can't remember. Amora took out either oh. Mantine or Horlucha, I think. Horlucha. Hol- um, okay. You got so, so an ice type is going to be a problem. Yeah, and I and I come that far, and I was, I was pretty well stocked, but I was. The clock was ticking. I'd spent a little bit of time trying to get the perfect move set, so it meant a bit of time TM hunting, mm. which may have added a bit of time. I did this as well for this one because I needed I needed one or two just to complete the set after G Mate. So. Yeah, and unfortunately, it's ones that are stuck behind the fucking strength puzzles. Yeah. So I had to waste time getting our good friend Sharpedo and Tropius out because mm. I'm not going to teach HM moves to my battling team. No. Stupid idea. Oh, surf, surf and fly. Surf, yes, surf and fly, but. Rock smash, strength, oh, no, cut. Now. Especially when I need all three of those. I'm like, I'm getting yeah. Tropius. I'm not doing this. I want to see their passports. They've been everywhere. I know, right? Mainly Kalos. Mainly Kalos. Yeah. Um, but Torlucha went down, and I think we... Noivern did go down. Noivern got... Wow. Noivern got killed by Amora. Torlucha got killed by Amora. So that left me with four Pokemon. Um, and obviously I know I could... Like heal them, but I mm. thought now nah, I'm above it. Mm. So took down Amora with Talonflame. Yes, Talonflame, who then got knocked out by uh, who's her fourth Pokemon? Gudra. Gudra. Yeah. Which Ice Beam Porygon's Ice in. dead. Yeah, I sent him Mantine. Basically, by the end, the only members of my team standing were Mantine and uh, Skarmory. Skarmory ended up killing the. Gardevoir of Death, who one hit KO'd Gliscor. I don't know how. I don't well, know. He's a bit how. of a glass cannon. If he can't, he, luckily he engaged moving very quickly because of his speed and stuff. But he's not the most. Look, I know defensive. his special defense sucks. It really does. And you're going up against a Gardevoir, a mega, mega Gardevoir. But it, this, it was level Moonblast and or Psychic is just going to wreck your world. Plus he's a poison type, isn't it? No, he's a ground flying. He's a ground flying type. Okay, my apologies. But he does have a poison move. I thought. I'm, I'm going to do it. I've got Sludge Bomb. It's one of the best poison moves in the game next to Toxic unless you're sitting it. Because obviously Toxic is your stat move. If you want to use an offensive poison type, you got Sludge Bomb. Yeah. I thought, I've got this. I didn't realise they had Sky High uh, Special Defence, though. Nah. God of War's a special defender, not a physical defender. Right. Which is why Steel You should have figured that out, to be fair. Bro. I don't know why I didn't. Um, but then, obviously, Mantine and Skarmory took that down. 
mm-hmm. and that was the end of the run and obviously AZ poses no threat mm-hmm. as usual none at all right then Michael that yeah. brings us to the exciting part oh, right this is to go. make the series uh, 2-1 to yep. send us into a fourth challenge which we were discussing in a moment my phone started not to uh, thing right what you're about to hear is a pained cry of anger and a wonderful release of happiness I have my time here I'm just about to get my time ready. Again, uh, this could go either way, I feel. I think this is pretty half and half, if you know what I mean. Like, I don't know. I'm pretty confident in you, I thought I was, and then I thought, we. I think I might be able to do it. Okay. You ready? Three, Three two, two, one. one. Damn! Can I just inform you what just Holy happened there, ladies and I did in less than ten hours! Fuck. Nine hours and thirty-one minutes! Uh, and you know what? I'm annoyed. I could have done it in less than nine if I'd not gone, to, gone TM hunting. You reckon? Of the four I went to fetch, I only ended up needing two in the Elite Four. Jesus. Had I dropped those two, maybe not shaved half an error off, but I could have saved time. I could have gone faster, Michael. Oh, my God. That's how good my team was. In all fairness, was. I believe that normal was a bit of a pussy choice, to be honest. Oh, the excuses are starting now, Michael. I... I you, had formed, normal, you had normal there as a choice. It was right there. Why would you pick take. it though? It's boring. Let's not remind you that when we went to a scramble run, we both tried to inflict normal Pokemon on each other because there is a vast swarm of shit normal Pokemon. And I didn't even necessarily pick the best. I didn't pick... Um, um, uh, oh, fucking what's his name? Um, the one I gave you in Nuzlocke. Um, Smeargle. Smeargle. I hate that thing. Which can learn... Amazing moves. I didn't use him. I didn't use a Tauros. I didn't use a Buffalant. I didn't use all these Pokemon. I actually went with some of the you know, mediocre ones like Swordsbook and Heliolisk, and no one's favourite Pokemon. I like Swordsbook and Heliolisk. But I had such a good range of Pokemon. I had so little worries about weaknesses to deal with. All of my Pokemon can learn various moves that covered basically all types. Well, I really thought that was going to be closer. By the way, oh, mine, mine was 12. Sheets for the win. What was yours? 9 hours 38? 9 hours 31. 9 hours 31. Mine was... My best time yet. It is your best time. Mine was 12 hours 8. Mm. And I think I think I could have knocked it down to 11 hours 8 if I didn't go TM hunting. Yeah. Like I said, I could have gone... But still, that's a sizable thing. So, fair enough. You've won hey. that one. So, so far, you've won the ones where we get to choose teams... And you've won the and one, I, and I've won the challenge ones where we can't. Well, yeah, that's interesting because we're now going into a fourth, um, a fourth challenge, which is the Catholic playthrough, or is it the Wonder Trade playthrough? Now, see, this was one suggested just by our friend Sarah, which is the Wonder Trade playthrough, where you put six random Pokemon on the on the Wonder Trade thing, and you have to play with whatever you get back in return. I think we're leaving too much a chance there, Michael. You reckon? Because you could end up with, you know, a plethora of you could end up with all start Pokemon and just and just wipe for me. And I could end up with with six Finians, for fuck's sake, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> I, 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 I think we're leaving too much a chance there. I don't okay. think we're playing with a level. It's a good idea to I wouldn't mind doing that at some point, but I think there's a lot on the line right now, Michael. Which I think is why the Catholic playthrough is the way to go. Because prior to playing Nuzlocke, this was the only challenge I'd done, and I can tell you now, it's fucking solid. You are taking away so many tools that you're used to. You can't evolve. You can't breed. You, well, you can breed, but there's a lot of rules. You've got to... You, you, can't, was it, you can't breed until the Pokemon's level 22, and then it can't share the daycare with... It can't share the po. I'll get the rules. Get one. the rules, yeah. Um, so, okay, so whilst you get that, I will just explain. The Catholic playthrough will be our fourth of the series of five. However, we've realised that this could go either way. This could put Darren 3-1 ahead, therefore effectively winning the series, which wouldn't be any fun. Or it could set <laughs> be us... fun for me, Michael. be fun for you, obviously. Um, or it could set us on the level pegging to go into the final challenge. So, now that we've certified that it's Catholic, um, our final playthrough is either going to be the All-Stars playthrough or one that I've invented myself. Which I'm very proud of, actually. I will just quickly explain the rules, but I think we are going to go with your version, Michael. Yeah, I think that actually um, adds a challenge. Right. It? These are the nine rules that govern... Um, in fact, I'm going to take the last one off because the last one's always annoyed me. Yeah. These are the eight rules that govern the Catholic playthrough. Number one, players cannot let their Pokemon evolve because evolution doesn't exist. Um, number two, players cannot catch dark, psychic or ghost Pokemon, nor can they use their moves um, at all. Uh, rule number three, 
Pokemon must be at least level 22 before they breed, and two Pokemon of the same sex cannot share the daycare centre at any one time. Not going to be a problem for us in speed playthrough. No, not really. Um, what might slow us down, depending on which game we pick, is number four. If a player obtains an egg, it's their duty to keep it in their party and raise it until it is reached eight to level 18. Well, if we pick X, that's not going to be a problem. No, so we'll be all right. Uh, number five, legendaries are false idols and must be killed. Now, this is the only rule I broke on my original playthrough of uh, Black 2 or White 2 or whatever, because you have to catch the legendary Pokemon to advance the story. Even if you kill it, it will respawn and you have to catch that fucking thing. Obviously, this time we can just knock it out. Not going to be a problem. Uh, player number six, players cannot use fossils and should ignore science labs whenever possible. Not going to be a problem. Um, number seven, players cannot catch, cannot play at game court corners and must avoid the benefits of narcotics like pee up and rare candies. And number eight, players cannot catch Ekins, Arbox, Sir Viper, or Superior and are advised to disregard their advice. Um, so basically, the big things there are we're taking out Dark Psych and Ghost Pokemon, three incredibly useful types out of the mix, and their types. Which is yeah, their move their types. Moves, which are big so ones. we can't use we can't use Psychic, we can't use Confuse Ray, we yeah. can't use no, Night Slash, Night Pulse, we can't use any of those good moves. And no evolution. No evolution. Big fucking! I happen to play a game because Pokemon X uh, White Two has a a lot of Pokemon in it, so I was able to catch like a Molga and Kangaskhan and Tauros stuff that doesn't evolve anyway, and therefore doesn't really need the boost really to to function as it normally does. Yeah. Um, not saying that's a strategy I'm going to use, Michael, at all. No, disregard what I just said. Um, so yeah, that's going to be our fourth playthrough. Um, history shows that you might win this one because it's a, a straightforward playthrough with a the trading in Pokemon. Yeah, with their team building. Which will, which will level us up at two each, which nice. is the ideal scenario. So we can go into a fifth one with that. But we have contingencies. Now, do you want to explain... Explain... Well, let's think. Right. We've just... I've made the executive decision for us, Michael. We're changing what was originally the fifth playthrough. It's going to be the all-star playthrough, which is basically you can pick whatever six Pokemon you want and play through. But Magal over here, this boy, went and, went and had himself an idea. I did. I figured that, like, we were going to pick... Um, what was essentially our favourite Pokemon from each game yes. we played. Which, obviously, there are currently still only six generations of Pokemon that we can actually play. Mm-hmm. And you can have six Pokemon in your team. This led to me uh, developing an idea for a run, which I think went down really well with you, Darren. And it I think did. you really liked it. I did. Uh, I call this the Generations Run. And should we get to it, this is what the final challenge will be. So All-Star was a case of you can have any six Pokemon and you do the fastest time. Kind of a bit disappointing, really, because there's no challenge to it. Mm-hmm. I wanted to take that and add challenge. This is what I'm calling the Generations Run, named in honour of the uh, current Pokemon Generation series, which is telling sort of like side stories, which is really good and I really like it. So here are the rules for Generations. You must have one Pokemon from each of the six regions in your team. That's one Kanto, one Johto, one Hoenn, one Sinnoh, one Unova, and one Kalos. You can only have one of these be a starter if indeed you want to use one. So you can't have, say, like, a combination of Venusaur, Alligator, and Blaziken because those are the heaviest hitting uh, Pokemon and certainly our favourites from the first three generations. Mm-hmm. You're only allowed one. That means if we're playing in X and Y, you can only have Fennekin, Chespin, or Froakie, or... Charmander, Bulbasaur, Squirtle, that's it. You can only have one of those. You can't have both. Likewise, if you... Mm, I don't think we've had a rule about tradings in, but if you wanted to trade one in, it means you have to disregard the other two. Mm. But I'm pretty sure we won't be trading in anyway. Uh, Number three. No legendaries, mythical event Pokemon are permitted. Pseudo-legendaries are allowed, uh, but only if they were catchable within the original generation. So, for example, if if you could not catch a Pokemon in gold, silver, or crystal legitimately, but you could then catch it in its remake, in hardcore and soul silver, it's still not allowed. Mm. So Pokemon that were difficult to get in their original games are still difficult to get. You're playing it as if you caught it in that game, which is where this rule comes into play. Uh, Evolving your Pokemon into a form that was not introduced within the same generation is not allowed. So Scyther to Scizor, not can't happen. Pillar Swine to Mamoswine, can't happen. Not allowed. As well as that, you cannot start with the form as introduced in an earlier generation and evolve it into an... Sorry. You cannot start with a baby form that's in a later generation and evolve it into an earlier gen form. Yes. So, for example, you can't have Munchlax and evolve it into Snorlax. Right. Not allowed. And here's my favourite rule. 
Your Pokemon can only learn moves that are discovered within its generation. This includes all naturally learned moves, as well as TMs and HMs. We can't really predict um, sort of like natures and hidden abilities and yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. We're not worried about that. We're not going too, too meta, but it just means that your Kanto one has the smallest move pool available. Yes. So just to clarify, you can pick moves. So when it comes to the second generation Pokemon, for example, you haven't just got to give it moves, intru- moves introduced in the second generation. It can be the second and the first. That's correct, yeah. Games, moves it could learn in its original generation. So, for example, it's not like you say you wanted... Oh, I don't know. Say you wanted Whale Lord on your team. Mm. Well, Law can still learn Surf. Don't worry, that's fine. It just can't learn. Uh, what's Greninja's move again? Uh, Water Shuriken. It can't learn Water Shuriken. I don't even think it can work, no. learn Water Shuriken. But say it could. Right. Not allowed. Now, I like this, Michael. In fact, I gave it the only quote you can give him in this situation. Howard, you've done it again. These days are spend them with me. Oh, happy days. Um, yeah, so. Two things, um, just need to clarify before I give this a big ringing endorsement. Mega Evolutions. Eh-eh. Yeah, not allowed. Unless it is a Pokemon that is a 6th gen that has a Mega Evolution, which I don't think exists. There are none. In that um, case, no Mega Evolutions. Sweet. And are we going to be trading in the 6th Pokemon at the start of the game? Um, this is where we have to think this about it whilst we're doing we're think that Catholic. You, you might have to get... Say you want, you know, you, you know the Gen 5 Pokemon you want. Sure, yeah. But you can't get until after the 8th gym. Yeah. You seem to be needlessly impeached. Yeah. And, and I think just for the case of, we need to play these games quickly because Sun and Moon are coming out, it might be best we trade them in just because that speeds up the entire process. Yeah, I mean, we'll decide this when it comes okay. to the end of Catholic. I can but... tell you now, having you told me this two days ago and I've had to think about this, picking a Gen 1 Pokemon is a pain in the fucking arse. I see, for me, picking a Gen 2 Pokemon's a pain in the arse. Uh, Gen 2, I think, is going to be okay because there's a bit more choice there, but... My God, he's picking a gem. I'm like, oh, I want them. No, 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 can't do that. No. God damn you, Michael. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be a new fifth playthrough. But should I storm into a 3-1 lead? Um, essentially, what we've decided is that Darren is able to gamble, essentially. He can either, say he goes to a 3-1 lead, he can either um, choose not to... Well, actually, no. We say, you might, I know you, you're a kind of competitive person. I'm pretty sure you'll force the hand, you'll force a gamble mm. and make the Generations run uh, a two-point round, essentially, which could either bring me level, which would take us to uh, a best-of-five Pokemon battle with all the teams, which would be fun. Mm. And there ain't no way that we can draw on that shit. No. So that's perfect. Or it will put him on a 5-1 victory, which will make him Pokemon Master. Mm-hmm. That's that's a, this is supposing that you actually win Catholic. If I win Catholic, we go to round five and everything ends mm-hmm. normally. Yeah, that's right. But we have continuously planned to keep things interesting. We will probably still do the battles anyway, just for the fun. Just for fun, that yeah, point, probably. Yes. Um, so yeah, there we have it. That's pretty much everything we need to cover. Well done, Darren. Thank you. Thoroughly beat me on that one. I thought it was going to be a lot closer. I'll be honest, I was hiding him. This is the thing. I had no stories because I was playing through that quickly. I didn't have a chance to form any stories. That's how good I was. Rome was fun, Michael. Rome was fun. Well, all nine hours of that journey. Nine hours? I can't get over that. That's incredible. Nine hours. I know I could have gone. I'm not even mad. I'm actually impressed. To quote Ron Burgundy... Maggie? Maggie? Maggie, you the bloody... I don't know. I'm going to plug now. You can follow me on Twitter at theguttridge. Uh, go over to failentertainment.com. That's fell spelled F-O-U-L, entertainment.com. Uh, we're going to be doing a Luke Cage review after this. Um, and uh, yes, I'll, I'll tell you what, you plug and then I'll tell the, the big thing. Yeah, okay, of course. So we've got uh, plenty to go and see on our Facebook our Twitter, our SoundCloud, our Instagram, and our Minds, which is all under the username FowlENT. That's FowlENT. See, I spelled the fell bit, because that could either be fell like a chicken or fell like in football. I get you. There we go. Um, yes, now we're going to make a bit of an announcement here. Oh, uh, yeah. We're making the Luke Cage one as well, of course, to cover all bases. Obviously. But, uh, yes. You may remember last year, cash your minds back to last year, in the build-up to The Force Awakens, me and Maggle did a podcast on every single Star Wars film up to that point. We did. Um, I felt it went well on the podcast side of things. Video. Um, hey! <laughs> no, the videos are good, Michael! Oh, it's just that YouTube screwed us over with that upload. Yes, they did. That was fun. Um, that's what I'm saying. So, um, don't expect video content, but we want to return to the, the, this podcasting model. Uh, and I decided what movie we were going to do it on. You did. I am a big Harry Potter fan. 
books. I'll make that clear right now. Probably should have very intentions for the podcast, but there we go. Um, I've seen all the movies. I've seen them several times over. I could talk for about them for days. My burning hatred of most of the things in them and my wonderful love of other things in them as well. Maggle, on the other hand, has not seen all the Harry Potter movies. I've nor not. read all the books. No, I've not, no. So... Uh, what we're going to go on, we're going to go on a little bit of a learning journey. This, of course, in building up to Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, it comes out at the end of November. Uh, we will be doing a better half an hour review of each of the Harry Potter movies in the build-up to the new one coming out, as I said, at the end of November. Yeah. With Michael yeah. having seen... Right, so you've seen the first four. Yep. But you haven't seen all of the Phoenix... Uh, Half-Blood Prince and the two Deathly Hallow movies. That's right. So, yeah, we're going to be talking about Harry Potter. <laughs> it's going to be fun. So Harry Potter Week is on its way. It's going to be very similar to Star Wars Week in the sense that it's half an hour podcast covering each of the movies, talking about the main themes, critical analysis. It's all going to be fun. I'm quite looking forward to it. And I'm not going to burn myself out on a video project this time. No, I'm not going to go mental. It's, it's going to be happy, everybody. Woo! Um, so, yeah, look forward to that. Coming up and starting, uh, well, not very shortly, it's the end of November, but we'll be recording them very shortly. We will. And it's going to be Wonderbar. And that's going to do it for me, Darren. And that's going to do it for me, Mike. Keep it tuned to Foulend on everything you on the internet. tune the internet, Shut Michael. up, Darren. Join us next time. Bye, Dave. <laughs> oh, God. He can't speak. Okay.